Radio Daily for Anti-Friday. It's that time again. Yep. yep. Stir it on up. Move it on along. Get down with it on this uh, happy national frozen custard day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's that time of it's year. It's been hot it enough. Yeah. It works. It works. Hi, everyone. Welcome to August 8th for the fine folks from Geek Radio Daily. We got um, the folks bringing to you today. Uh, the lady that deals with uh, this day of the week as well as mm. she often does that day is the Flintstreets. I took all my antibiotics at the same time. Now I can't remember how to leave. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't yes, Brittany, I know. And and me, I'm the guy that spent the weekend the, the only way he could. I, I'm the wonderful Billy Flint. Now let's put more of this liquid into our bodies. That's the first thing you said that wasn't batshit crazy. Yep. That's how it was. It was interesting. Interesting time. What happened this fine day, there? Yeah, let's take it back to 1576, the cornerstone for the Uraniborg Observatory of Taicho Ra is laid on Haven, an island in the Orizond between Zealand and Scania. 1876, Thomas Edison receives a patent for his mimeograph, which he describes as a method of preparing autographic stencils for printing. You know, taking what others did and just expanding on it? Yeah, 1908, Wilbur Wright makes his first flight at a race course at Le Mans, France. It's the Wright brothers' first public flight. 1911, the one millionth patent is filed at the United States Patent Office by Francis Holton for a tubeless vehicle tire. Oh, 1955, the Geneva Conference is held to discuss peaceful uses of atomic energy. 1978, the United States launches Pioneer Venus 2, carrying scientific probes to study the atmosphere of Venus. 1991, the Gen Con Game Fair is held at the Milwaukee Exposition and Convention Center and Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 1996, Netscape asserts in a formal complaint to the government that Microsoft is violating the 1994 antitrust settlement agreement by building an Internet Explorer web browser with Windows bundled, you know. Yeah. 2002, Microsoft announced it's working on a sequel to the blockbuster game Halo for Xbox. (sighs) Wish it was awesome. 2006, America Online publicly apologizes for releasing a data file containing the search queries of more than 650,000 of its U.S. subscribers. 10 days prior, after the release caused a media sensation and stirred privacy concerns among the ISP's users. In the apology, it said it was a screw-up, and it is an attempt to reach out to an academic community with research tools of what the hell you were doing. Huh. Same year, Gen Con LLC announces that it will be expanding its gaming exhibits to include video games for the first time. Uh, the company also stated that it will increase venue spaces at its Indianapolis convention and relocate its Anaheim convention to the Los Angeles Convention Center. So controversial. Birthdays? Peyton List is 25 from Flash Forward, Tomorrow People, and Frequency Series, and Cobra Kai. We left out Jesse. Fred oh Myers my God, is 39. Right. Ah! Stop. And it, don't forget the, the spinoff bunked. Right? Wow. Tom and even Stevens. <sighs> Megan Good is 41 from Deception, Anchorman 2, Saw 5, and The Unborn. Michael Yuri is 42. That's Mark in Ugly Betty. Jessica Calavello is 49. She's Honey in New Cutie Honey, and Namil in Queen's Blade, and Maria in Attack on Titan. Keith Carradine is 72 from Two Days in the Valley, Wild Bill Hickok in Deadwood. Brooke Bundy is 78, Stewardess School, Tina's Mom in Elm Street 3 and 4. Dustin Hoffman is 85, Marathon Man, Dick Tracy, Sphere, Outbreak, definitely cool guy. <laughs> no longer with us, born in 1879, Bob Smith, American physician and surgeon, co-founded Alcoholics Anonymous. 1903, Dayton Loomis, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, The Time Tunnel. 
1911, Rosetta Lenoir, uh, Give Me a Break, Amen, Mama Winslow, and Family Matters. 1919, Dino De Laurentiis produced more than 500 films, 36 nominated for Academy Awards, The Shootist, Orca, King Kong, Flash. Flash. Manhunter, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Uh, born in 1919, John David Wilson, English animator, Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, Fern Gully. 1922, Rory Calhoun, Night of the Lepus, Angel in Hell, comes to Frogtown. And born in 1926, Richard Anderson, Oscar Goldman and the Six Million Dollar Man and Bionic Woman. And somewhere right now, John S. Drew is having a quiet moment. <laughs> Well, but maybe he'll watch a little TV. <laughs> On uh, CBS, we get A New the Neighborhood and Bob Hart's Abishola, and then NCIS and NCIS Hawaii. ABC's got a new The Bachelorette, The Dom Father Part 2, a new claim to fame. On NBC, we get the semifinals four on American Ninja Warrior. Fox, divas are calling out to me on a new Don't Forget the Lyrics and Schoolhouse Rock on a beat Shazam where oh. teachers will be singing. Ha! On the CW, a new Roswell, New Mexico. Murphy and Max engage in a long overdue conversation. Darnell's paranoia is realized when everything starts falling apart on a new In the Dark. Freeform will be showing Ghostbusters. That's the 2016 one. Good time. Uh, AMC has a shocking discovery, raises the stakes to new heights on a new Better Call Saul. Bravo. Captain Sandy's decision affects the deck team. The crew enjoys a night out. As the second charter comes to an end, Captain Sandy feels forced to interview, intervening anyway, when the friendship between uh, the crew members suddenly becomes rocky oh, in the no. below deck Mediterranean. Oh, my God. <laughs> on FX, we get Ice Age Collision Course. They made so many of those movies. <laughs> they did. FXM has Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Oh, uh, Turner Classic Movies has the 1932 Tarzan, the Ape Man. The Sci-Fi Channel will be showing the luckiest limo driver ever. Okay. Um, TNT has Kong Skull Island. True TV will be showing Liar Liar. Remember when Jim Carrey was like, yeah, I'll be wacky. Sure. Science has Vikings in America on a new expedition unknown. USA has WWE Monday Night Raw. This evening it will be the Lifetime Movie Network because newly engaged Laura enters an all-expenses-paid dream winning contest in a popular bridal magazine. And her surprise, she wins. But little does she know that the assigned wedding planner has a sordid past with her fiancé. Aaron Frieden and Alexa Elliott star in Happily Never After. The wonderful Billy Flynn looks at what Chad and Abby are up to now. If you know what TV show they're on this week, you could win yourself a prize. It's your further adventures of Chad and Abby update. After a near-death experience, Stefan's taken to the hospital, and there he begins seeing Gabby, who recently died. And he starts following her around and learns that there's been a series of mysterious deaths right here in this hospital. Stefan will get to the bottom of this. He uses his night moves to try to get some info from the night call nurses. He makes sure not to upset Sierra, which is good, because she's having a baby. Hashtag Chabby. Forever. Looks like you've got mail waiting. Indeed, we do. NFTs are beanie babies for Joe Rogan fanboys. Wow. And that is from Anna. And, okay. Uh, that's that's kind of, you know, I, I buy that 100%. And if you've got any evidence to the contrary, by all means, you should let us know. By the by, last week, Chad and Abby were on a show called Prince Street that I didn't know how anybody knew. So, yeah, Jay Radimus, as he likes to be known now, is some kind of weird nether demon. That's the only thing that makes sense. Send a message, podcastgeekradiodaily.com, or of course use the voicemail, the text message number thing of 510-GRD-CREW. Nether Demon. Do you like to study? Are you kind to creatures of all shapes and sizes? Do you believe in monsters? Then Baron Davis and the Monster Rangers want you. 
Monsters hide in plain sight. Boys and girls can see them, and so can you if you just use Baron Davis's patented Imaginate process involving self-discipline, wonder, and candy. Monster Rangers are kind, honorable, spooky, thrifty, and irreverent, while the evil Dr. Duke Davis and his plug uglies are mean, full of bunk, and your run-of-the-mill mullygrubs. Join us to help defend the land of Monstru. Monsters around the globe are in trouble and need our help. So if you've got the moxie, then log on to your nearby terminal and go to MonsterRangers.com. Believe. Study. Protect. Hi, this is Sean Marr, and you're listening to Geek Radio Daily. I don't know why. I'm sure you could come up with some kind of lie to yourself. And really, that's all that matters, right? Well, folks, go see you. This week's 10, last week's 8. The Black Phone made another $1.4 million. It's made almost 86 in seven weeks. This week's 9, last week's 7. Elvis, no longer getting that HBO Max release, making another $4 million. It's made $136 million. 136 million in seven weeks. This week's eight is new. Easter Sunday made 5.25 million dollars. This week's seven, last week's six, where the crawdads sing makes another 5.8 million, 64 in four weeks. This week's six, last week's five, Top Gun Maverick made another seven million dollars. It's made 662.5 in 11 weeks. This week's five, last week's four, Minions, The Rise of Gru, 7.1 million, 334 in six weeks. This week's four, last week's three, Thor, Love and Thunder made another seven. $7.6 million. It's made $316 million in five weeks. This week's three, last week's two. Nope. Nope. Another 8.5. <laughs> That's 97 in three weeks. This week's two, last week's one, DC League of Super Pets, uh, $11.2 million. It's made $45 million only in two weeks. And your other new movie of the week would be Bullet Train, making $30.1 million. Brad Pitt's an action hero now. And good stepping up there, paper boy. I'm not wearing any pants. Film at 11. Geek News. From a geeky point of view, HBO Max and Discovery Plus will merge into one streaming service. Uh, that's why they're canceling everything. They need space to store all the programming. They did not reveal the name of the combined platform, but they did reveal it's going to launch summer of 2023 with other regions in 2024. The two streaming platforms currently account for 92 million subscribers. The goal for Warner Media Discovery is to reach 130 million global subscribers by 2025. Yeah, the pirate site that gets uh, Bad Girl will hit that way sooner. Warner Brothers Discovery are considering a few different versions of the streaming platform. A free ad-supported version, HBO Max, currently got one for 10 bucks, and they've been, you know, kind of a success story. They've, they've done quite well until the recent dropping of everything. In a market that had already seen the arrival of many other coming platforms, they were doing strong. Mm-hmm. And these numbers will grow with spinoffs of, what, dirty myth-busting bot jobs? Zaslav is looking to cut cost and find $3 billion in savings, something that they say investors are going to need after the two Media giants formally merged back in April. That's why they've been cutting the films. That was, and while it might not make any sense to us now, in the end, it may be seen as the right decision in the long run for you know financial stability. And that might be good for your bottom line. I, I kind of doubt it, but do you know how long we've waited right? to get Michael Keaton back in that suit? I mean, you've been doing the multiverse thing all along. I mean, to drop this now is, is, is simply bats. <laughs> 
Well, the uh, California Department of Motor Vehicles has accused Tesla of false advertising in its promotion of the company's signature autopilot and full self-driving technologies. Autopilot failed the road test? Yeah. Uh, the company made or disseminated statements that are untrue or misleading and not based on facts, the DMV said in a pair of complaints filed with the state Office of Administrative Hearing on July 28th. The DMV complaints point to the very names of the technologies as well as other misleading language which appears on the Tesla's website autopilot page. And if anyone can get you with language, it's the people that can explain how a certificate of marriage is not a marriage certificate. <laughs> right? The uh, remedies proposed by the DMV, if it prevails, could be severe, including re- revocation of the company's licenses to make or sell its cars in California. But actual remedies probably would be much softer. They'll, they'll probably make them a reaper and they'll have to come by and drop off the escaped souls from hell they had to catch. <laughs> a DMV spokesperson said Friday via email that if the action succeeds, the DMV will ask that Tesla be required to advertise to consumers and better educate Tesla drivers about the capabilities of its autopilot and full self-driving features, including cautionary warnings regarding the limitations of the features and for other actions as appropriate given the violations. Like, you can't just take your hands off the wheel and go to sleep. It's not going to, like, drive you around like a robot butler other things tesla's response to the dmv complaint if any has not yet been made public tesla has no media relations office musk did not respond to an invitation to tell tesla's side of the story but he has said that the autopilot is everything and without it tesla is nothing of course he also said we say the things that we believe even when sometimes those things are delusional so i guess we will have to wait and see how much like c3po or r2d2 that tesla bot actually is the big damn claim sir a lawsuit against activision blizzard was dismissed because according to a judge in Southern California's district court, where the complaint was brought, the plaintiffs did not play enough of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare to make an informed case against the maligned publisher. Uh, making a legal argument for the amount of time you have to play a game before you can complain about it? <laughs> Activision's Blizzard was sued in November of 2021 by Brooks Entertainment Incorporated, a California-based company specializing in film and TV production and other forms of entertainment, a place that has no website. Brooks Entertainment and its CEO, <laughs> Sean Brooks, who describes himself as an inventor, claim they hold the trademarks for the financial mobile games Save One Bank and Stock Picker, which are games that don't seem to exist, regardless of all of these things alongside Activision's 2016 Infinite Warfare, uh, that was the center of the lawsuit. Did ignoring microtransaction opportunities count as playing the game? <laughs> then you have so much time. In November 2021, Brooks Entertainment alleged Activision ripped off its intellectual property from Save One Bank and Stock Picker, as well as the identity of its owner in Infinite Warfare. To be more specific, the company said the main character for their shooter was Sean Brooks, based on the company's CEO, and that the games had scripted battle scenes that take place in high-fashion couture shoppings at the malls. And there were other similarities too, but these claims were the centerpiece of the complaint. But Infinite Warfare's main character isn't Corporal Sean Brooks, it's his squad mate, Commander Nick Reyes. I mean, any FAQ can tell you that. One poser. In January 2022, Activision's counsel wrote to Brooks Entertainment's counsel that the complaint contains serious factual misrepresentations and errors, and that claims set forth are both factually and legally frivolous. Wow. If the company did not redraw a lawsuit, Activision would rule 11 sanctions, penalties requiring the plaintiff to pay a fine for submitting dubious or improper arguments without substantial, or for that matter, accurate evidentiary support. And that's what happened. Go ahead, bring the proof. In March, when Activision filed its uh, motions for sanctions against Brooks, saying that the plaintiffs failed to play Infinite Warfare and provided inaccurate filings. 
Wow. I mean, it sounds like these guys didn't even read the damn game description. So, they have to pay and must log 100 hours each in Pillow Fight Girls, Kick-Ass the Game, and Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Are all of those real games? Yep. Well, interesting news. Amazon has bought iRobot for $1.7 billion. Billion dollars. Billion. Which means Amazon now owns the maps to all the houses these robots clean. In the vacuum company has detailed knowledge of our floor plans and how they change. It knows where your kitchen is and where your kids' rooms are and where your couch is and how new it is and if you recently turned on the guest room into a nursery or an exercise room. Not to mention all the info they now have on sex dungeons, because I, I hope you're vacuuming there. <laughs> This type of data is digital gold for Amazon, whose primary purpose is to sell you more stuff. Many have justifiably spoken out over their concerns for the privacy implications. People who want home automation to work better, but they don't want to give up the intimate details of their lives for more convenience. Or get another chance to be sold a new spray to keep your dog from pooping in that same corner again. <laughs> well, this is a conundrum throughout the tech world, but in our homes, it's far more personal. Amazon's history of sharing data with police departments through its subsidiary ring, combined with its always listening for the wake word, Echo smart speaker, and now its thorough knowledge of your floor plan, give it a pretty complete picture of your daily life. Not to mention my prime searches. Well, Amazon now owns four smart home brands in addition to its Alexa platform anchored by its Echo Smart Speaker and Smart Displays, the home security thing Ring, your budget camera company Blink, and a mesh Wi-Fi Pioneer's Arrow. Add an iRobot at Amazon has many of the elements needed to create an almost sentient smart home, one that can anticipate what you want it to do and do it without you even asking. This is something Amazon has already started to do with its hunches feature. Have you seen Black Mirror? You know that this is not going to end well. <laughs> anyway, Marvel fans can call Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Hollyway's Superhuman Law Division using the phone number listed in marketing materials for She-Hulk, attorney at law. Will they tell us why Daredevil is wearing yellow now and not at the beginning? The official Marvel website has revealed that if you need a lawyer to fix a superhuman mess, you should call one eight seven seven she hulk 743-4855, and you'll get an automated message from Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, Tatiana Masani, with some fourth wall-breaking MCU jokes, some possible clients that they would accept, you know, ones that like might have accidentally created a sentient robot who got the feels and tried to destroy the world, or any Asgardian god who has left a giant burning imprint on private property every time they arrive on Earth. <laughs> or a web-slinging neighborhood guy who's being slandered by a media mogul. She-Hulk attorney laws coming up, of course, on Disney+, Plus, following Jennifer Walters as she navigates the complicated life of being a single 30-something attorney who happens to be a green six-foot-seven superpowered. Hulk, mm-hmm. the character's been around in the comics since 1980. The cousin of Bruce Banner, the Hulk, received her gamma-infused powers after receiving an emergency blood transfusion from her cousin in the comics, but her origin story's been slightly altered for the series. Shocker. She-Hulk has the same abilities as the Hulk, though Walters generally remains more in control of her personality, while as the G-Giantress. Uh, which is good, because it would be absolutely silly for She-Hulk object! She-Hulk attorney at law writer Jessica Gao has teased that season one would include a lot of cameos and a lot of characters that have never existed in the MCU before and we're pulling out of the comic books. Some familiar MCU faces have already confirmed to appear as you know, Mark Ruffalo, Tim Roth, Benedict Wong, Charlie Cox, all slated to reprise their roles as Bruce Banner, the Hulk, Emil Blonsky, Abomination, Wong, Matt Murdock, Daredevil from previous MCU stuff. The series will also introduce Jamila Jamil as the series villain, Titania, while Frogman and the supervillain team, The Wrecking Crew, are slated to appear in Season 1. Meanwhile, Brigitte Wilson wishes anyone would call her. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You were great in Beverly Hills Cop 2. 
and Cage Heat. To GRD is live in the Creative Commons Attribution, not commercial, non derivative works, not to be lives. Come check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Stop by the website geekradiodaily.com. And have yourself a good time. Prince Street. I just, see, I never heard of that. That was so weird. Anyway, if you've got an idea for anything in the world, let us know what's going on in your world and whatnot. It's podcast geekradiodaily.com. Of course, in the voicemail text message, the magic numbers are 510 GRD Crew. Thanks, everybody, for playing Jackbox. It was awesome. You're so cool. Well, we have uh, nothing big and flashy to show you this week. <laughs> uh, good times. What the hell are you still doing here? I don't know if you noticed, but the podcast was a disaster. Good night, suckers. I asked for an army, and all I got was you. You are not enough. You don't want to tell me who set me up, huh? You want Big Boy to hear that? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Mumbles? Yankees, the piano man, set you up. Big boy paint him to get you out of the way.